This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. I was talking to him yesterday. I'm going to try and, uh, I guess they, uh, I didn't realize that they offered, uh, Music lessons at Bananas. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at the site, and so I wanted to pick his brain about it. What are you going to do? Who's going to take lessons? Uh, Sean. He wants to learn to read music. Yeah. And your husband doesn't want to just teach him? Uh, well, maybe your kid will be different. Our kid <laughs> is, uh, the parent can't teach you anything. Yeah, oh. Nobody yeah. wants to be taught by their parents. And they just, they, they just off during it. Yeah. We're not doing a thing. Are we We're not? on. What are you talking about? Nice. Stop cussing. <laughs> um, oh, before we get started. Uh, are we not started? Yeah, we're not started yet. <laughs> I was talking to Alan yesterday. Al- since oh, you mentioned um, bananas at large, everyone. Yeah. Locations in Santa Rafael and Santa Rosa. So we're talking about having Cindy in. Who? Cindy Blackman. Oh, from um, Santana. Yeah, on Tuesday. Oh, is that the wife? The on Yeah, the Tuesday? wife. The drummer? Yeah. Oh, what is she going to talk about? Um, just freaking stories. Lenny Kravitz, all the bands yeah, she's played with. Yeah, that girl is serious. She's a badass. What time is she coming in? Late enough that she could come on the Secret Show and tell real stories? Nice. Or will she not tell any stories? Uh, well, that'll be interesting. We'll list. find out. Let's see. I'm I'm thinking eight o'clock. All so right. let's see. See if she how that goes. I'm still waiting back for around. an answer. When I saw her. With her husband, Santana, when they were, I think Journey played after them. Was this which that is the SF Fest thing last year? Yeah. This was at AT&T uh, Park. They were so good. And the, the thing that Santana, first of all, Santana's got his own unique guitar sound to begin with. But they also have this drum percussion thing going that's, it feels like African rhythms mm. of some mm-hmm. kind. And they even show video uh it seems like of African villages dancing while they're doing these <laughs> these sounds. It's it's impressive. It's really cool, and I don't know how you get that. Uh, there's no one else that does it. That fusion, I, yeah. That the way he puts it together, it's so good. You'd think there would be a lot of people trying to duplicate it, and no one. I guess just because he's so good at it, no one does. I bet you people have tried. They just they can't they, they can't. can't find it. They can't find the same. Uh, they can't strike the chord the way Santana does. Like I, forever, and I'll tell her this when uh-huh. I see her, forever in my memory, I've got my three-year-old daughter on my shoulders and she is drumming on my head <laughs> as we're listening to Santana do his thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's it's a really impressive, cool show. Is she one of the percussionists or is she She's the main drummer. drummer? Main drummer. Main. And do they have just the one drum set and then an elaborate 
percussion yeah. setup. Yep. So she's that's I mean, listen, that's impressive I couldn't just to be able to take hang. my eyes off of her. Uh, you know how you watch the screens. Yeah. Um, her back was to the screen, but I was watching her muscles. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, look at those back muscles. I'm like, look at her, her arms. Oh, yeah. Look at those triceps. Dude, it was so impressive. But the weird part about this this girl, woman, sorry, is that she, I remember seeing her at least 25 years ago as Lenny Kravitz drummer. Mm-hmm. And it was the tour that he did. I, I want to say it was his second album or something. Oh. So and not so, the Let Love Rule one, but no, the Are way, You Gonna Go My Way one or something? No, no, no. It would have been... So Let Love Rule was the first album. The second album was Mama Said. Yeah, what's on It was the Mama one? Said album, and that's the one he broke with. Like, Let Love Rule wasn't his... Oh, you don't think? It I, was big, yeah, but I he like... like that was the one. Mama Said was the one that... Let me see. Oh, yeah, what's... Tell me what's on I'll that record. You. Let's verify. Let's see. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she was, she, you know, her and her big afro, and and <laughs> and they rocked. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think of Lenny Kravitz that, or maybe you do. I don't know. I didn't. He rocks. But seeing him live, I I was. He was. He's got slow awesome. songs too, though. Sure. Yeah. But well, man, they that, rock. He's got that almost Beatles vibe in some of his tunes, especially that early stuff, like. Uh, what is it? I built this garden for us. That is he's, one he's of, got a mystic feel to him. When I does. see when I see Lenny Kravitz, I'm like, oh, that's like he's got an aura like about him. Yeah, yeah if, if he there, takes right. off his shades and I'm looking at him, I think I fall in love right there, right there in the moment. He's, <laughs> that's he's got why a very, he keeps those that's on. Why he keeps those on. Rudy. <laughs> yes. By the way, our guest this morning, Rudy Ortiz. If you, I don't know how much of this. I mean, I guess it feels I, like we are. Yeah, yeah I guess we should just <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in, right, Brent. Leave it all in. Sounds good to me. So, Mama said, "Was it ain't over till it's over?" Was the big. Hit. How does that go? Sing that. Sing me that. I can't. I don't know how. It's a falsetto. I'm. T- I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I can't even play that think, one. I don't think I can hit it. I don't think I can hit that. That chord. Fields of joy, always on the run. Stand by my woman. I'd have what to goes hear around him. comes around. Stop dragging around. You don't know any of those? I know. Well, you know, it's one of those things. I'm sure if I heard the songs, I'd be like, oh yeah, that song. But I think the first one that you mentioned, the, the falsetto one, I think that was the uh, the radio jam. That's the one that they. That's the one that that was his single, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it ain't over till it's yeah, over. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that Here, I'll I'll find I reckon. That you. sounds super familiar. Yeah, play it for me. It ain't over till it's over. Mm-hmm. Is that how it was you said? Yeah, I was trying to play it in my head. I'm all wow. That's the only thing I know. That's the the funniest part is when somebody's trying to remember the song and they're like humming it and singing it to themselves, butchering it. <laughs> what are you I'm saying? Good at that. You that. Uh, uh, Thank you, Rudy. Wow, you're me. You have to bleep out. <laughs> no, not you. You said you have you clearly have the voice of an angel. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> anyway, let's get started, and oh, this will start whenever. Yeah, that'll it gets never. It'll that literally never start because we have <laughs> By no the end of the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're I showed, in the cave. I showed you. It's so funny. We had to stop in the hall because it was the last chance we were going to have internet. Uh. <laughs> and uh, and I showed you that the pictures of your new house. Oh, boy. Damn, what Gina. do you think? What you do you think? You just moved a new place? Freaking amazing. Not yet. Okay. It's not that. Does it have a but, porch? Yeah, oh, yeah. it does. Yeah. Gorgeous. What? And you should see That's the backyard. You, know. you want to talk about pergolas. <laughs> how many pergolas? <laughs> well, it's got one big one, lots of patio space, an outdoor kitchen. Damn, oh, it looks nice. Are you are you big into barbecuing, Vinny? Are you like one of those guys that gets uh, on the grill? I, I no, I wouldn't say that. I would say that sure we like. Oh wait, we're almost there, everyone. <laughs> it's happening. Here we go. 
probably not. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the missus likes to entertain, and I'm down. I, uh, you know, as long as everyone's out by seven. Yeah, there you go. It's all good. <laughs> by sunset. Know? Yeah, I don't have. Yeah. Listen, I got to get to bed early. Sunset. You don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. That's that's what you tell them. Mm-hmm. Oh come on. We just had it. I'm surprised that YouTube is even pulling it up. Yeah, it got it. We just can't get the can't Wi-Fi to play. kick in. Yeah, it's a good spot, and we looked everywhere, and we're get we've got the room oh, we told, need. I, yeah, you know that, that song. song. That, that's yeah. it right there. That's the one. Right. False. So now we know the song. Okay. Now, now, now say what you were gonna say. I was just gonna say that there's. I think there there should be like a return to that soulful feel from like the 70s. I love soul music, and there's actually an artist out, out called a Childish Gambino who put oh out. Oh my god. Redbone, the song Redbone. It's that's so, the, the one, right? The one? Yeah, that's the, the one. With the moments. We love that. Also, you guys know what I'm talking about. Okay, clearly. So that's what I'm talking about. A return to that. Hate it, Bryn. That's it. And it feels it feels like some Al Green, like some Mm. like some uh, Tower of Power. It feels like that type of that's what it is. Bring back sexy. What happened to sexiness in music? Yeah, and I'll tell you that Justin Timberlake song did not bring sexy back. No, no, that was was not. (laughs) It made you look. It made you look. It was like, is that sexy? No, that's not sexy. And then he had to go back. Mm -hmm. But no, he he didn't. He tried, but he didn't bring it all the way back. I like JT too. I'm not. I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. I didn't. Twelve year old me hates me right now for saying that because I hated him when he was in NSYNC or I hated the NSYNC days. Oh, yeah, I but he's got sync. Yeah, you seem like a like a Backstreet guy. Oh, I love Backstreet Boys too. He's a oh. Brian McKnight fan. He loves <laughs> him some Stevie B. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> come on. Okay. <laughs> Keith Sweat. Bay- oh my oh, God. Keith Sweat. That's my go to, oh man. Oh my God. Your go to what? See? That's just my go to song in the morning. How deep is your love? I play it. I play it three times Sing before it. I brush my teeth. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? Like, I can't do it all like him, but you know. Uh, voice of an angel. Wait, what oh, I yeah. think. Oh, just <laughs> look at these two. <laughs> wow. I feel the tension. It's a, it's a hell's angel right there. That's what I feel right. like. <laughs> How deep is your love? I immediately think the Bee Gees. That right. tells me. Right, right, right. That, that makes sense. I gotta be. I gotta have twenty on you. There's yeah. There's a. They, he redid it. He didn't redo the Bee Gees one, but he brought out his own. How right. deep is your love? In the eighties. Yeah. And you listen to that three times a day. I love. I love that song. I, that, that might be. That might be exaggerating, but if you give me a chance, I will play three. I'll play three. Three groups in one day. Oh, this is okay. Three artists. Rudy Ortiz. I'll play is three groups. Keith Sweat. Oh. Jodeci. Cause, oh. 'Cause I love nineties R and B. That's that's my that's my blood life right there. Uh and the last one, Black Street. Not Backstreet. Black Street. Oh yeah, I'm Black oh. Street. Yeah. Those are your three go to bands? Every single day I will listen to those three. I have every no problem. I, there's more. There's other great ones, but if every single day you give me a chance and you, you give me a, a, a YouTube channel if you put me on YouTube. In sync. No, I'm knocking in sync. I'm knocking them. But yeah, Key Sweat, Jodeci, and Black Street. I can listen to that all day. Give me a Jodeci song. Um, it's called Freaking You. Okay, let's hear it. Um, every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. Oh. I can see you out of my mind. I feel like I messed up. Freaking you is all I need. Yuzette just gave you a head move. She's into it. Right. Man, a love affair is in the making here. It's blooming right now. The two of you need to do a duet. I'm just, we really do. A power duet. A power ballad. The two of you. Yes, I'll, ma- I'll make you. in there on the background vocals. We oh. got a hit. Use that. Use that. I'll, ma- I'll have you hitting the falsettos, girl. We'll, we'll yeah. make, we can make it happen. We'll get the duet going. Oh, that's funny. 
ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you know, any song with the word horny in it is always a <laughs> It's a hit. It's a hit. But see, that was like the staple of like nineties R and B, you know, it was like let's slowly let's slowly creep in the the sexual tension in every single song. And that's why now, like I feel like hip hop now and like R and B now, if you listen to it, it's just overly sexual. But the nineties kind of introduced that that idea, like we're gonna do a lot of sexual innuendos in the song and we're gonna make it we're sound real. We're not just real, gonna lay it out. We're not just gonna lay it out. Well, horny's kind of laying it out. True, that is true. That is true. But that's but it just it's an indicator of like that's when it all started to change around yeah. that time. So now here we are in 2017, and everything is about sex, 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 sex. It's just completely it's overly sexy. Yeah, it's it's funny because I remember being a kid, and I think we were talking about this just a couple weeks ago. Like I was so uncomfortable when I'd hear like references to sex in songs. Like it to- it would like almost like Bum make me out. it would just make me scared as a little kid. You right. know, like oh god, the whole sex thing. Oh. <laughs> and these days, like man, they they just tell you like Drake's is it the weekend where he spreads her legs and and. Oh yeah. God, he's munching her. There, there's, there's a song. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming that's what's happening. I, you know, they lay it all out there. There's a song. There's a song where it, it, it cracks me up because they have the the dirty version, yeah. the real version, and then the the radio version. Right. And the radio version is worse than the dirty version. I, I don't. I forget who the the artist is, but the, the R. Kelly. R. Kelly. No, it's not R. Kelly. There, there's a song where the the hook goes, "Baby, let me pull your panties to the side." I'm gonna make you feel all right. That's the dirty version. The clean version is, baby, let me put your feelings to the side. I'm gonna make you feel all right. I'm like, that's worse than the first one. Yeah. Now, now you're telling He's my daughter to just her disregard feelings, her feelings right. completely whatsoever. At least the first one was just about sex. Now you're like trying to damage her as a person because you want to disregard how she feels and you're telling her that that's cool. No, it's not cool. Feelings. It's worse. It's worse when, when they try to clean it up. It's odd. Yeah. So I, I like when they just drop the word out that they don't want to be. Right. You know, just drop it out. Let you fill in the blank. Right. You know, you're not wrong. What One of the stations on... You may need to bleep that. Uh, <laughs> they do a kid's version. Kids singing all modern songs. Yeah. And you hear those voices doing some of the songs that are right, sexual right. and you just feel creepy and they try to edit them when they they're do. really they change them overly little, sexy they edit them but some of them they're still singing those songs yeah right where you're all oh crap i think it's called like kids bop or yeah, something like that i want let me know when they make the kids bop jodeci edition <laughs> and then that, that I, I don't I'll, think I'll pick they're ever up. gonna make yeah, that all right I'm just, I'm just saying though, if they need somebody to help edit it i'll, I'll be happy oh, to help well. just to bring jodeci back into the spotlight he's a helpful dude <laughs> uh so we had you on a week ago and we did get uh i saved some Oh, reaction. right. You saved uh, just emails a, just for him. Just a couple things oh, that wow. were specific to what we had talked about. Okay. Uh, so, let's see here. He's got a whole, uh, we got a whole folder there. Oh, yeah. I save all People uh, can anytime send in Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com any question or bad advice you might have. Nice. So, this is, uh, let's see. Don't say my name. Slurp. Just not on me. <laughs> For what I'm guessing is a small percentage of us girls, the button is way too sensitive. No tongues, no vibration, no nothing. Mine never, ever wants direct stimulation of any kind, which can bum a partner out because we were talking about... Stimulation. Yeah, how did we get on that? I was saying that I have been with girls that do not want you to give them... uh, Or they have to have it... I've had a girl say, after we've done it for a bit, then you can do that, right? Uh, but but to as a lead up, it's way too sensitive, 
And and I've even had the like, I'm going to do what I do and got the like squirming away. And I'm like, that is not <laughs> pushing to me. My face. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you know, I mean, you want that, like, that's what you're after. That that's, you want that, like, yes, that, and full on push back, and you're not getting it. But that's, it's clear there's, it's too sensitive. Right? That's incredible. Uh, my, let's see, so it bums a partner, it can bum a partner out. My partner, I assume, wants to go crazy, use tours and uh, toys and wear me from head to chin, as Vinny puts it. <laughs> but it feels uncomfortable at best and can actually hurt. All the best intentions in the world to keep the action localized to the right places goes out the right out the window in the excitement of the moment every time, and the experience just ends up bumming me out. Mm. The flip side is that the indirect stimulation of actual p- perfect and gets me there most of the time. Lucky me, you decide. Super fan. <laughs> So so she said so she's basically saying what I was perplexed by and that's the fact that I guess some women is just too sensitive and that's why they deny it. Again, as a guy, I just I can't relate. Right. Because that's the whole point. That I, I thought that the whole point was to have an area on your body that was so sensitive that you would definitely want somebody all over it. So as a dude, it's hard to relate to that. I've never I've never heard a guy say, Oh, it's unless the only time it's really too sensitive for a guy is when he's when we're done. Right. Oh, when right we're done, then we need you to give us about. I, I I gotta put a restraining order on you for a little bit. I need like fifty yards. Don't touch Don't it. Don't touch it. Just let me be. Give right. me like ten minutes. Uh, uh here's another one. This was uh, I think the main one we did last week was about the lady who uh, has one kid and is in her own mind battling with herself. Why does she? You know, should she have a, a second kid or not? Right. And then gets it from all sides. Yes. Uh, let's see. I have just one child. I used to get asked all the time when we were having when are we having a second one I found the best reply was I can't have any more and I don't want to talk about it thank you very much boom okay. that shuts down 99 I can't even believe it only shuts down 99% I know. there's still that 1% for the remaining 1% my reply do you know what it's like to have ovarian cancer surgery while 5 months pregnant mm. that slams the door shut on further inquiries and frankly do you think she really had that or do you think she's just come up with the most aggressive <laughs> right. way to answer. say leave me alone I'm really tired of <laughs> hearing ever this ever of all time <laughs> Uh, it looks oh like God. she really had it. Okay, okay, that would make more sense. The ovarian cancers, that's aggressive. Right. I mean, if somebody tells you that they can't have kids, honestly, I assume. Let it go. Yeah. I just assume you're, you're telling me something without is going something is going on. on. Something is happening. And it's really that is none of my business. And but it's I none of your business to begin with. They're already in your pants. Yeah. So clearly they're they're having boundary issues to begin with. Right. Uh, frankly, it's no one's business. I can't could simply mean I can't manage financially or I'm too old for this shit. I mean, stuff. I mean, sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm Boo! reading. That doesn't even feel like a swear anymore. It really doesn't. And yet it is. Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> did the actual chick write in? No. No. I know you've been asking for feedback. Uh, or I just can't imagine not sleeping for another year or so. No need to give details. I can't. Should, suffi- should suffice. My... BRCA2 gene came back to bite us again as breast cancer when my son was a toddler. A second just wasn't an option for my timeline, uh, finances, and health status. One was the right number for me, and I'm happy. If you can find the time to say to all the Secret Show uh, listeners, be polite. Don't don't make someone else's fertility or lack of a topic of casual conversation. It's just plain rude. Right. For all the ladies who are subjected to this type of insensitive questioning, simply saying, I can't, often works very well. Try to use the Yuzette tone when you say it, too. She's got the best attitude to shut it down when someone questions why she doesn't have kids. 
And after 10 or 15 years, people just stop asking anyway. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Your number one Australian listener, Amanda. You really, though, 10 or 15 years shouldn't be something you have to endure. Yeah. Right. Especially, I mean, I can understand people asking the question maybe one time out of curiosity because if it's a good friend or a family member, but it is incredible how much interest people have in women's uterus. Like, are you using that thing? Is it going to be, are you going <laughs> to pump a baby? I mean, they just, they, they just go in on women, especially women, because I think women kind of have this, um, you know, when, when you look at a woman in, in society, you say to yourself, okay, this is a, a, a natural nurturer. So you should be having kids. You should be. When a guy doesn't have kids, they almost kind of give us a pass. Like, oh, okay, you're living the wild life. You're living that. You're living oh, you're the a free bachelor. life. Yeah, you're a bachelor. There's no such thing as a bachelorette yeah, pad. Woman. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bachelorette pad. You know, that's just a lonely apartment with a bunch of cats. But <laughs> oh, but, but a bachelor pad. That's <laughs> where your aunt lives. <laughs> yeah, a bachelor pad is supposed to be cool yeah. because we have like neon lights and just like old playboys a on the table, couch. A bar. Yeah, yeah. like somehow Black that's furniture. cool. And right. a black <laughs> couch with. Exactly, <laughs> and you can't gross. even identify all. You have no idea right. who it is, but but that's <laughs> but that's the thing though. It's like some somehow some way our singleness, our our singularity has become glorified, and women's is like it's it's a curse. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, it's it's odd. Well, it's because we have the uterus, and exactly. if we're gonna have kids, we gotta have them within a certain amount of time. You gotta make it happen. Yeah, it's rough though because people do talk about, especially another mother. I you know people do have a genuine curiosity and what you're doing and how many kids and what's the, you know, and it's rarer than not. It's much more common to ask someone that and for them to say, oh, I'm this, that, you know, because they're not tortured by it. But when someone can't or has decided to only have one and, you know, they're, they're sensitive to it. And so, of course... But what, where, where do you think them. that comes from? Like people's concern as to, as to why you don't have kids? Because I always get that look, that perplexed look like you, you don't, you, you don't well, want Well, I don't kids? know because I do have kids. So I, I mean, but when I was, I'd been married for six years before I had kids and it was definitely, it got asked, but it didn't, it didn't bother me. Mm. But like, because I assumed that I could, I don't know. I guess, you well, know. you didn't want kids. Though. No, I didn't. But I didn't get mad if someone said, when are you having kids? I go, well, I don't know. Right. You're just like, indifferent it to just, it. It just, it wasn't a thing, but I can see where, you know, some people are sensitive. I, you know, it. And the problem is you don't really know until you've asked. And some people are asking out of just genuine curious curiosity, making conversation, whatever it is, and don't know they've stepped on a landmine until it blows their exactly. leg off. Oh, there's another cuss word, Bryn. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'll try. I'm She's sorry. passionate about that point. Uh, for the record, uh, when I asked you about kids, your response was... Radio.com. I bleeping hate kids. No, I do I hate kids. I never have an in-between pulls on a cigarette and a Diet Coke. <laughs> I think you, I was still four years away at that point. Yeah, My husband but, worked on me. But there you, you were you were very clear about hating kids. Yeah, well, Why I, would I want those? I still hate kids. I have a great life. Kids are super annoying. Right. So, I mean, that was, that's the <laughs> you way know, you You don't have to like it. them to love them. If they're no. yours, you love them. And actually, now that my kids are older, like I actually find that I like them and enjoy hanging out with them. But man, when they're bugging the out of you, it's Seriously. like, man, how many times can we play this game? Sometimes there's like a four-year-old at Food Max and I just want to punt them over like like just out, this, <laughs> well, out just the grocery store. Just listen to their whiny little uh, voices. Oh my God. And then everybody thinks uh. that they could be a better parent. Like when I see somebody not disciplining, disciplining their kid, right. I'm like, I'm like, you need to, you need to whoop that kid's butt or you need to do something. But and you I'm, can't say that. You can't say it and you can't do it either, unfortunately.
unfortunately. I think we all agree. <laughs> Not the olden days anymore, Rudy. There's more bad parenting in 2017 than ever in the history of the world. Well, you hear about the bad well, parenting. Oh, you know people what I was quietly say? being good parents. You know, we're also in a really weird, interesting transition right now where it's perfectly acceptable for a woman to say, I want to have a career. Yeah. And it's only later that that woman says, now I want kids. Mm -hmm. And it's it. So there's a weird tear going on where it's perfectly acceptable to want a career and not have kids. Right. But it's also uh, and or storing eggs or so there's so many options available. Right. It's almost, I think, kind of insulting that you would ask a woman, when are you having kids? Right. Right. Like Like you're expecting it. Well. Why would you ex- expect that? Well, yeah. that is the way they're it's like, been tick since tock, the, tick tock. since the beginning of time. You know, there's always going to be like have that. Kids, there's always going to be like that sense of like this is your natural inclination. No matter how much how advanced we get, right. no matter how how uh, how much progress we make, uh, you know, men and women, there's always going to be this this natural instinct, this primal instinct of you're you're a man, you're a woman. You guys are supposed to come together and procreate, and right. I, I think that's going to be hard. You can't ever erase that. You know, I, I don't think I, I think you. Well, well, it is how it is. They're working on it. They're working on it. But then one day you wake up and you're a 34 year old comic and you say to yourself, "Damn, like I should probably, I should probably leave a legacy because no, by the, when I'm dead, people are gonna forget all my jokes. <laughs> you know, I, I guarantee. Nah, it. they'll be on YouTube. <laughs> right? Don't worry. Yeah. But but I think that there is something to be said about hey, you know, you have, uh, you can leave your mark on this world through a child, and that is probably like the ultimate imprint or the ultimate impact that you can leave on it the is, world but and you know what it's funny because that's not you and it's just a whole other person and and but it is kind of a mindset like you you feel like oh am i will i be missing out will i regret it if i don't and, and you know being 18 years deep in it uh, i love my kids and i wouldn't change a thing would have been great to not have kids right, like right. it would have been so awesome yes all the cool stuff <laughs> all the good like you don't feel like you have to you yeah. don't <laughs> it, it sure been, is cheaper i'll tell you uh-huh. that <laughs> it was oh my god college is expensive so many things you could have bought so oh, many things dude, you could have done anything i wanted yeah. to but now mm-hmm. i'm tied to these kids <laughs> hopefully they wipe my ass when i'm old actually i'm killing Gross. myself before then so uh I feel like that's the cutoff, you know, <laughs> when you can't wipe yourself. It's... Well, that's a, that's another thing too. People tell me that's the, their go-to line. People's go-to line is like, "Well, who's what are you gonna do when you get old?" And I'm like, uh, "Die." I'm like, "What else? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do when I get old?" You know, like, am I, am I having kids just so I could have a personal butt wiper? Is that is that why I'm having these kids? Well, I think though that we, if you enjoy your own family, and I do, like, I feel like. I want to have more of that in my life as I get older. And if all the older relatives are dead then and I didn't make anybody to, you know, continue the Christmas tradition or I right. mean, I guess it's a totally selfish thing. Like I am glad that I had kids because my holidays will be full of love and joy. That's and I'll, you know, it's a family thing. I love family. Who am I going to sing with? Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to <laughs> sing a stupid song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a family sport. But I'll tell you, I have plenty of extended family. I could have not had kids and whoo. You'd have been just, just fine. gone to Uncle John's house <laughs> whenever I wanted. Okay, ready for a, yeah. a yes. bad advice? Here we go. Dear Vinny. Oh. Vinny. I am heartbroken. It's been a month and I cannot see the light at the end of this tunnel of sadness I'm in. I'm hoping you can give me direction on either how to move on or what to do to improve my chances of ultimately getting back together with this amazing person. Oh, boy. It's right there in the first mm. paragraph. We only dated for three months, but that was enough for me to fall hard. 
I'm emailing you because you and he have similar mindsets, and I would appreciate your insight on how the male mind works, specifically yours, his. A little background. We were friends in college, 20 years, two divorces, his hellish involving a cheating wife and mine amicable, and four kids later, two each. He found me on Facebook. So they've known each other forever, but they're, they just hooked up. He's been divorced two years and has dated a bunch. I've been single for a year and haven't dated at all. He pursued me big time. From go, we had instant chemistry and he went from the friend zone, I put him in in college, to dating zone with all the stuff, amazing sex, awesome conversation, meals, sleepovers, a deepening connection. He was attentive and invested, the perfect gentleman. He made me feel incredible. It started as casual fun. We were on the same page until I started falling for him. I felt the dynamic shift a little bit, chalked it up to our busy schedules in life. We live 45 minutes from each other and don't share any social circles. One day something clicked and I realized this wasn't casual for me anymore. We talked, I told him what I wanted and the black and white is I'm ready for more and he's not. As you can imagine, I was crushed beyond, uh, beyond like teenage angst, heartbroken thing is, and this is what's killing me. He told me he loves our time together and he doesn't believe our story's over. He's just not ready for a girlfriend yet. He's texted me out of the blue a few times. Uh, we've spoken once. This is, I guess, since she said I love you or whatever. Uh, this is the guy. Jeez. <laughs> rough. This is the guy that at the beginning texted too much. WTF happened. Not seeing him is driving me mental. Bottom line is I'm awesome. I'm attractive, I have a great job, great kids, I'm a genuinely happy person, I'm not needy, I'm super independent, and I just wanna have fun and have lots of crazy sex. I'm a dream girlfriend. I made myself vulnerable for the first time since my divorce only to get wrecked, ugh. So what do I do, Vincent? If you were him, what would need to happen for you to take notice? I need a plan, even if that plan is nothing to is to do nothing, which is pretty much what I'm doing now. It sucks. Do I reach out in a month, invite him to do something? Have I totally blown it? Help, signed WTF. So I'm two years out of an awful divorce, right? Yep. So I have sworn and you've got off two kids. ever marrying again. That will never happen. Mm -hmm. You are going to have to shoot me, <laughs> drag me in front of... That is never happening. Like something's... So he's probably there. Right. If he's as much like me as you are, he's there. He's like, that's not happening again. He probably also suffers from some guilt like I do, which is you try to be honest with people. You don't want to lead anyone on. If they've just told you they love you. And they've already and, planned the wedding. And want <laughs> so much more, then you back the up and say, you know what? I can't give you what you're after. I like you. And he's still texting you because his instinct is he does want to hang with you. Right. It's probably a struggle he's in. I really want to hang with her, but I don't want to crush her, make her mad, make her hate me, make myself feel bad for not having been honest. So he's he's actually being a decent guy about it because he could totally roll you. Right. You're saying it. You are vulnerable. Is that what she, the word she used? I think so. You're and vulnerable. You've opened yourself up to him. He could totally take advantage of that and then and then bounce. So what should she do? I, I think she should do nothing. I think I just said yeah, it. Yeah, she's got to move on. Do, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. she could, or she could just, you know, he's still texting you, but I, what you got to do is get your, get your girl under control. Like you're, you're think you're over, find something else to think about. She can't. Okay. This is I the know problem. She can't. she can't. She's already saying it in the letter. She can't be cool. 
She's a wreck. So if she can't, like, that's it. If she could have been cool and just been friends and allowed this thing to develop over the course of, say, a year or two. Or more. Then even. They, they might already be, have kids. They're right. both divorced. What is the goddamn rush? Then they might be there. But three months in, she's it's all consuming and she's totally into him and she's selling us on why she's so great for right. him. Then there's no chance that she can go back to being cool. Right. She's already crossed over right, into very uncool so and i think he's already shown too he's already shown her that he's not going to cross that threshold with her i mean because if a guy is not texting and look I, I, i'll be honest with you a lot of the times I, I now that i look back on my life when i've been in situations where a girl has has fallen for me uh, believe it or not it has happened yeah um, i believe it i'm watching it happen yeah, right what you said <laughs> no 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 <laughs> But here, here's, here's the thing, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's, it's just sometimes it's the guys. I don't want to say it's our fault, but we know what we're doing. Like we're having, we, we know that we're texting and, and we're responding to text messages and we're hanging out and we know what's going on. And sometimes when we're done, you know, like uh, having sex, we'll, we'll lay there with the girl and you have a choice. Either you roll out of bed, get dressed and walk out, or you sit there and you cuddle. And sometimes a lot of guys will make the choice to like, okay, I'm going to cuddle. Once you do little things like that, those are the little things that make a woman think, okay, this guy's really into me. You know, he's responding my text messages. He wants to hang out. He's cuddling with me after we have sex. When you do stuff like that as a guy, you know what you're, you know what you're getting yourself you into. You know what, though? The, the thing is, you, you're setting yourself up either way. Just because a guy who gets up out of bed and is slow to respond is also super intriguing and the girl is now he's a challenge and yeah, the girl wants him I, even more like there's no winning right. I got what you're saying but I also think sometimes there are people who are more cuddleable than others and you might just <laughs> cuddle because she pulled you into her right. you know you might have been getting up to get your pants and she grabbed your arm she grabbed you, you back you're not you're going like, it's cuddle time you know what? why am I leaving but this what, is pretty good and but you pulled you me cuddle, in but once you cuddle though once you cuddle it's like you cross that threshold and you let her know that it's something deeper than just the sex and yes at, you, you're, you may be right Sarah in terms of you are it's a lose-lose situation but at least if you're honest up front and this takes a lot of a lot of cojones a lot of guys won't do this but if you tell the girl honestly up front look I'm just looking to have a good time I don't want to relate but you actually have to verbalize this initially. You can't just a expect her to understand that, that that's Girls how you feel. Girls look at that as a challenge. Yeah. Well, it's a challenge. And the true. thing is, the only thing that a guy can, in, in my humble opinion, the only dudes that I've ever, you know, felt like, get the F out of here, were the ones who... I could tell were into me. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> then I'm done with them. If, 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 if Even if you snuggle and cuddle, and if, you know, if I feel like... A, if if there's that part that's held back, it's always the dudes that are holding back that yeah. you, that you're interested in. It's the guys that are just you know calling, responding, cuddling, and just wanting to talk and you know stroking your hair like Ugh, get away. <laughs> that's go why get the, me a sandwich. <laughs> go make about. me a sandwich, baloney this <laughs> yeah. time. But but that's why the best way to get out of the friend zone is to be direct with the girl that you like mm -hmm. tell her what, what your intentions are and then if she doesn't respond you stop being her friend <laughs> that's the only way to get out Brent am I, am I wrong I don't know I, I just, <laughs> yeah, what do you think about all this I think that's cruel Rudy no but, 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 but no, oh, it, it goes Brent. to your logic though Sarah right? it goes to your logic if you just if you let the girl know what the intentions are then all of a sudden she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't want to like go with that she doesn't like you like that or at least she says she doesn't like you like that then you just stop being her friend that is literally how you get out of the friend zone that i get you what you're saying but the girl goes all girl on you they start like you know you can't 
the more you tell them, nah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want that, I don't want this. Yeah, Bryn's but, about to marry that girl. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, but no, but, but see, you're talking about an outlasting. She's the survivor. Yeah. Yeah. War of attrition. But, so, so what am I supposed to do as a guy? Am I supposed to just, you know, continue to take the torture of wanting to be with you, making it clear that I want to be with you, and then just accepting what I've been kind of relegated to, which is just, uh, you know, two steps below that jerk who, like, never wants to hang out with you, but for some reason you love him? I mean, you're supposed you really to just accept that? Her, you just ghost her in that case, then, right? Well, I mean, that's that. I'm not. If you really care about her as a person, then you'll you'll stick around and you'll withstand it, right? But if you really are more interested in her as a woman, more than a friend, then oh, you, wait, you're saying you want to be with this girl. Yeah, if you if you want to be with the oh. girl, that's what I'm saying. If you want to be with the girl and you find yourself in the friend zone, you have to make your intentions clear up front. And then if she doesn't, so either way, yes. Right. And, and if it doesn't resonate with her, if she doesn't feel the same way, you simply stop being her friend. You well, don't. That's what happened to this girl. She. Yeah made her intentions clear and this guy and has had to say a big step back. and i actually i'm telling you i don't know the situation other than what you wrote but i think the guy is probably being pretty cool like he has it's not used his power months, right over you to mm. just get whatever he wants he sees what he you've said him. and what is there in front of him and isn't ready for all and now that. if you can just stop being a girl and be someone mm -hmm. who's fun to hang out with and stop torturing him and don't say any more about that and just enjoy him when you get him maybe you know years from now you will have formed something but i mean that's a guy who's like you pointed it out he's got of a horrible divorce yeah it's been two years he's kind of dating around and you're three months into this and you're all i want more i want to be your girlfriend i want this to be exclusive it's I, I'm sure he went, oh, God, I, I just can't yet. You know, in my dating life, which isn't, I don't, I don't know, I haven't dated that much, but I've dated some, and I had a girl that I really liked, but she had a kid. And I liked her, but she was more serious because she has to look after this child, and she's got responsibilities, and I was just cruising. Mm -hmm. And as she needed more, I had to tell her that is I cannot continue. And it, I just had to be honest. And that sometimes sucks because I did want to continue, but she had responsibilities that needed to be met. And so whatever this guy's reason is for not was wanting Was she looking to, for your participation in that kind of thing? And Yeah. She, well, she, she, she wanted to work you into the family. I was becoming the, I the, yeah. the step... I was being groomed to be a stepdad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I wasn't ready for that. Were you hanging out with the kid? No. You no. never even met the kid, did you? No. Mm-hmm. No, because I didn't want to meet the kid. Right, right, right. I don't want to meet your kid. This isn't the woman who put you on the phone with the kid. No, that's a different scenario. But that was the same. It was the same reality, which is he just hung up. I don't want to be anybody's stepdad. Yeah. That's right? not, and it's because I've seen how that plays out. You may get a great real dad, but more likely you're going to get an extremely territorial, pissed off real dad right. that wants to beat you up. And there you are, just like, I just want to bone this chick. Yeah. Right, because you're the opposition. And that I've been in that situation where I dated a girl who had who had a kid. And yes, you are. And a it doesn't bad matter, ex. Yes, and it doesn't matter how cool you are. It doesn't matter all, all the right things you may do for the kid, for the family. You're kind to everybody because you know that you're already up against the, the you're up against the, you're going uphill in this situation, yeah. right? You already understand that. But you're viewed as the opposition by the ex because that's kind of his natural instinct. He's like, look, man, whether, whether our breakup, 
was amicable or not, now you're trying to move in on my territory as the father figure, and I can't allow that. Even if the, the dad is a, is a guy who's never there, all of a sudden, when you walk into the picture, all of a sudden, you're the opposition now. You're the competition, and, and some guys will take it that way. So if you're coming into the situation like a woman wants you to be, you know, the, the, they're grooming, grooming you to be a stepfather, you have to you have to tread lightly. You have to be very careful. You have to know whether you want to do this or not because you can't go back and forth because now you're toying with, with a, a child, child with right. a child's life and right. most likely the child whether whether the mom is trying to you know keep you guys separated because she's still trying to figure out whether this is going to work or not kids are going to pick up on these vibes they're going to see you they're going to hear your name they're going to see you picking up mom on a friday night to go hang out they're going to start picking up on this and they start looking at you like okay you you i might be four years old but i understand that you're a prospect mm -hmm. you're, you're you might be somebody who's going to well, be in my mom life a little bit says longer your name with the biggest smile she's exactly. had on her face in months Look exactly how happy this guy's making yeah. mom yeah but can you I, I was just thinking like you know you have a four-year-old right now if you guys broke up can you imagine how hard it would be for you to see some other dude carrying your kid on his hip and taking her to th so i, mean, I do so think difficult. it would be heartbreaking and i do think that you know people stay together because they never want to see that right but i also think you'd or i'd like to think that i would have my kid's best interest at heart and that would be that everyone in that scenario was cool right so it wouldn't be to my benefit or my kid's benefit to go around puffing my chest up every time this guy's in the room. Right. If anything, you hope I, you'd like him. I'd want to be able to shake hands with the dude, be amicable, be friendly. I mean, I'm not asking him out. Right. Yeah. I'm not well, taking him to, to a game. You don't have to be best friends with him, no. But I do want him to be respectful to my kid. I don't want him to ever lay hands on my kid. I want to be able to know that that's who he is. Right. Or that he, you know, now that he hates me, he's taking crap out on my kid because yeah. he knows I'm not around to defend. You know what I mean? Or, I mean absolutely. At the very minimum, you want to know what that person's temperament is. And I, I'm, sure. I'm speaking I'm speaking as a single guy. I don't have any kids, but right. I'm, I'm trying to put myself in, in that situation. You want to know what the news with the stepdad's temperament is like, because the, he might never hit your kid, you know, because I think most guys will say, well, that's not my kid, so I'm not going to discipline them physically. But. It's sometimes, you know, I can imagine if you're the father and you're looking at the stepdad, you're thinking to yourself, what are you saying to my kid? How are you making my kid feel? What what is it that what is it that 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 ticks you off right. and and might put you in a situation where you're going to have to respond angrily to my child? So, yeah, I think it actually benefits to be friendly and try to get to know the person almost like, almost like a spy. Like you want to know <laughs> what what gets this guy going right. because I want to be able to imagine if my kid comes up to me and says, you know, uh, you know, Rob was really mean to me this past week weekend i want to know what rob is like what type right. of person is rob so i can piece it together since i can't be there 24 7 right so you got to do some you got to do some work yeah it's that's it's rough anyway so that, she it, needs we, to just we've get over departed it. Yeah. uh we really her, did though. let me ask you all, a question how do you feel about gray hair like, on, on a, could you put a little salt and pepper on the 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 sides here? Maybe a little on myself or yeah, on, on myself. You, of on myself. Let me tell you something. At first, it used to really bug me because I used to say to myself, uh, "Why? Why am I?" Because I got Are you my green for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I was thinking to myself, "That's a weird question." Vinny's I know. Asking. I'm like, I'm does he have some gray hair? No, I was thinking, you know, who loves gray hair? Oh. Oh. Actually, God, he'd be over the top. I was sitting behind him yeah. upstairs, and I thought I. I saw a pat. I kept staring at the back of your head. Oh. Yeah. 
There's, there's a, a patch, patch of gray here. hair back there. Like Rogue from the X-Men? Yeah. I just have like a little patch right Is here. Is it from a scar so or something? No, no, they, they just started growing there. She's already noticed. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving me a 360 scan yeah. all the way around. Uh, yeah, no, I got this little patch back here that um, for some odd reason, it just kind of came out all at once when I was like 28. It just, boom, just kind of popped out. You should farm that. <laughs> should, should I farm, farm that? that I'm pour farm whatever it. need to pour on it. Make yeah. that grow, right, Yuzi? Mm, yeah. Maybe just sense. grow just this one gray patch, just like a long gray rat tail. Have that yeah, going. make it wrap around your head. <laughs> Silver five. I'm taking That's your advice, Minnie. For. I'm it's, taking your it's advice. It's her thing. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Rudy, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you guys Good for having me. Show. Yes, thank you guys so oh, much. Uh, give the places you're going to be again, Rudy. Uh, I'll be at Kirby's in Fremont tonight. I'll be at um, Art After Dark in Healdsburg on Friday night. And Saturday night, I'll be at the Layover in downtown Oakland. All right. Thank A lot you of comedy. very much for being Thank here. Thank you guys. Sweet.